Peace and blessings, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the This Goddess Glows podcast, a platform dedicated to helping melanated women heal, glow, and tap into the goddess within. I am your host, Zakia Chase. On this podcast, we'll be discussing a wide range of topics from spirituality, health and wellness, entrepreneurship, self-love, relationships, parenting, sex, you name it. Because we are multifaceted beings who need support, who need love, who need advice, suggestions, and direction in all areas of our lives. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to join us on Patreon, you surely can. That's exactly where our community will be commencing, adding value to each other, loving up on each other. You can go to patreon.com slash this goddess glows. Come tap in. But while you're here, sit back and enjoy this episode. Peace. All right. So hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the This Goddess Glows podcast. I have an amazing guest here. Look at her, y'all. For those who are on Patreon, you can see the video. She looks beautiful. Skin is glowing. Oh, my gosh. I have the beautiful Clarissa here. So I'm going to read her bio and then she can tell you a little bit more about her. An oracle of light and love and light. Clarissa's journey began with an injustice, yet it's continuing due to resilience. Her mission is to provide unaware beings with an insightfully humorous view on life. She wishes to embark on a journey of healing the beings who wish to be healed, as well as provide a sense of faith and self. Okay. <laughs> So to offer hope and love while gifting a positive exchange of energy, because it is a gift to remain positive in a world that promotes the opposite. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So Clarissa, can you um, tell me a bit about yourself? What brought you here? What, what started your journey? Whatever comes to mind when, when you're asked that question. <laughs> and I'm going to meet myself for the sake of the recording. Well, you know, at first I began, like, I was a single mom, and I was just, like, really just trying to survive out here in this world. And, you know, my story kind of began with working in corporate America or whatever, and I just see how unfair some of the things were. And it's kind of crazy because I grew up in a mixed household, so um, I have a mixed family but I never experienced uh, racism until I kind of got into corporate America. It's a little crazy there. <laughs> but um, I chose to look at that as people just, because I strongly believe hurt people hurt people. So I just feel like it's my duty to provide uh, positive energy instead of feeding the negative. I mean, while still providing, uh, you know, a voice to protect us and to also, you know, provide a voice for our people to know what's going on and be more aware of your surroundings and not uh, think you have to take a lot of the things that we tend to take in this crazy world of ours. Mm, mm, that's beautiful. So the growing up in a mixed household, 
you talked about that. Um, I, I also had experience in the corporate world. A lot of the times it was with like the, the African aesthetic, like us wearing our natural hair and stuff like that. I would get comments and little racial slurs about that kind of stuff. What was it like growing up in a, a mixed household? <laughs> See, this is the funny thing about it. Uh, with my black side, I kind of got more spirituality and love but I also experienced a little bit more of the uh, trauma when, that comes with Black families. But with my white side, I know they, they provided more monetary means. But even though they were spiritual beings, because they uh, my grandfather was an Episcopalian priest, even though he was a priest, he never really provided us with a strong uh, spirituality. It's funny, even one time, my, uh, my grandmother, they just kind of, went with the flow I don't know it was weird my mom she's adopted herself she uh she's uh mixed and well she even though she kind of looks more white than mixed but she is mixed um she's a light-skinned um woman and uh but she grew up in the whole you know the world with dealing with colorism too because they always identify her as being more of a white woman anyway so it's just been kind of crazy uh balancing those out and coming to uh terms with the reality of what what it was what's it what it was to be raised in uh that type of family and environment wow 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 so i heard you say uh the the difference between like growing up with the spiritual side and growing up do you want to touch on that is, or is that too sensitive? Because we this is a spiritual podcast, so if you want to touch on it, you're more than welcome. Um, I feel like, uh, whereas, you know, my, uh, my Black uh, side, they provided more spirituality. My, grandma, my Black grandmother, definitely. When I, now a lot of things that I look at, like she used to be like, oh, no, we're not doing none of that, uh, like witchcraft in our house. No, I might not be bad. I'm almost talking. I'm sorry. Hold on, baby. No. Okay. Y'all go play. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Look, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of the journey. I just want to say that because we are like parents. Hold on, baby. That's the whole point of me building a business that's this way. The fact that we can include our children in it. You, they, hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, babies. <laughs> Gonna be talking about 10 more minutes, 10 15 more minutes. Okay, <laughs> all right, we gotta go get something in a minute. Go finish playing. Thank you, baby. I love that. I really love that because it's organic, it's or I love it. I don't like the you know, like get, coming out of corporate America, I'm all over like the whole strict structure. Listen, it, 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 this is what it looks like when you're a mother, okay? okay. You never really get a moment away. You try to steal a little minute, but you want to make it work because they're your blessings. You know what I mean? They saved my life. I always tell them that. They oh, really um, but with, uh, like I was saying, with the spiritual side, my black grandmother, you know, I used to think she was just like being dramatic. I never really took it seriously, but I think that was because of the programming that uh, society provided for us to not take spirituality and like uh, witchcraft and all types of things too serious. But um, 
my uh, grandmother, she used to always promote, she's like, she never wanted us to watch uh, Harry Potter. I used to be like, Grandma, why we can't watch Harry Potter? She'd be like, not in my house. And it's just, <laughs> I never quite got it until I got older. I'm like, ooh, Grandma was a little, whoa. She, <laughs> she was like, mm, I don't know what they showing y'all on now. She probably didn't want us to get the wrong message from it, now that I think about it. But... <laughs> Yeah, I, I really did. Like my my black grandmother, she made sure we prayed before every meal, which I'm trying to start with my kids more because that's a good uh, that's a good habit to have. You know, she really instilled a lot of spirituality into us. Okay, okay. So in terms of so what what is your journey now in terms of spirituality? Are you leaning more towards like oneness and you know like what what is your your spiritual journey now? Well, actually, I just got into uh, um, massage school and I've learned a lot about massage therapy. So actually, I'm about to start promoting on my page. I'm gonna do free massages while I'm in school to get you know to get my name out there but also to provide people with the knowledge of how good it is for your bodies like a lot of people don't realize that uh, people like before ancient and like ancient times they went to massage therapists before they actually went to a physician or a doctor and you know massage therapists cater to the wealthy so my goal is to bring more awareness to people about just even simple massages they could do for themselves while they're at home, like as simple as just like massaging your feet while you're sitting down or, or you know what I mean? It's just simple things that we could do to help ourselves. So that's what I'm gonna start promoting on my page. I'm gonna do self-care Sundays where I provide others with like a, tw a free 20 minute massage. We'll do it out here in front of the water, you know, take advantage of my Florida weather and whatnot. And I wanna really get the message out because a lot of younger people don't realize how important massage is because it stimulates the tissues in the body. It actually stimulates the healing process in the body as well. That's beautiful. Like I literally gave myself a massage this rising like with soap and I'm like, I mean, not with soap, with lotion. And I'm like saying affirmations to myself. I, I saw it somewhere on YouTube. So to hear that, that's so affirming, especially from someone who's studying like the anatomy of it and, you know, like the history of it. That's that's really beautiful because we don't understand. Like I, I read the book. Um, I'm not sure if you heard of it yet. The My Body Keeps Score. Have you? And I, I listen. Well, I was listening to the audio, and I was just like blown away, like how we, you know, our our body keeps the memory of all the trauma, of all the pain. It's all stored in the tissues. It's all stored in the muscles. So a massage is so necessary. So for all of you who are interested in that, um, I will share um, Clarissa's uh, Instagram information and in the show notes at the bottom of the wherever you see this. If you see it on Patreon, I'll put it in the description. If you see it on um, anchor apple podcast whatever it's going to be in the description so i'll share her information because that is vital information um I, what, what i what i heard as well is um people not always going to the doctor like we think that that's the answer to everything when sometimes you might just need to cry you might just need to release you might just need something other than i was watching a uh right before we got on i was watching a a commercial it was on youtube and it was like, are you struggling with depression and da 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 da? da. And I'm listening. I'm I'm enticed because I know a lot of people in the community, and I I myself have overcome depression. So I'm listening to it, and then right after they offer a medicine, 
And then the side effects is may cause suicide. If you have any, I'm like, what? what's the, if depression is, if, if a side effects of depression is already suicide, why would I want to take something that's going to make me more suicidal? But I'm, I love like when people like you are invested in going into a career where you're going to help people heal holistically. That's something like you don't need medication to get a massage. That's medicine right there. <laughs> Your hands are the medicine. <laughs> so if you want to share more about that, you can, or we can move on to, I have a few topics here. I know we talked, we originally connected on the Black God book, but I wanted to talk about celibacy because I know we both talked about that in the comments, in your comments. Um, polygamy, we talked about that and gardening because i saw your beautiful garden so if you whatever feels comfortable for you whatever you want to start with first celibacy the book polygamy gardening whatever feels comfortable for you girl let's start with celibacy because it's been just so long for me lord it's been like oh goodness it's been almost yeah it'll be two years in january my two years coming up in january it's been great well oh it is january lord it is january yep and it's been like such a journey. I've been able to heal a lot, not only from my past trauma, but from others' past trauma that I took inside of myself unknowingly. Because we have, we have intercourse with someone. You, it's a transference of energy, and a lot of um, people don't realize that. That it's not just STD. You have to worry about when sleeping with someone. You have to worry about their own depression and their own anger and their own past traumas that they're dealing with. And if you don't really uh, understand that during that transference of energy, you'll take on theirs and um, start acting accordingly, unfortunately. And I, I promote it because I feel so much and I've been, I was able to find the woman that I know I am while doing this. <laughs> You're fine. And, I, I, and also, you know, self-care is important for women because a lot of women feel as if they need a man to accomplish an orgasm, which is not true at all. You know, you can do your thing, show. And it's, I, I was kind of upset when I actually had my first orgasm because I was like, this is what I've been missing out on the whole time. I felt like I was like at a party and nobody was telling me to joke or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like, I really feel like you don't love yourself then you really shouldn't be loving on nobody else and until you establish that connection with self then i feel like that would uh cause uh help a lot of the issues that we have in the world a lot of people are trying to heal themselves through other people instead of healing within themselves first and that's kind of the, a lot of the problems that we in society deal with a lot of people fear being alone and it's not being alone because you also have your inner self you have to talk to you have to do that shadow work and address that person that got you through those traumatic times there's times when I you know I'm having a, a rough moment and there I would have reacted another way in the past and I have to give my shadow a, a pat on the back like oh girl thank you for letting me handle that because back in the day you know, so you have to acknowledge that you have, um, give yourself credit, you know, always know that you are constantly evolving, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, that is beautiful. Oh my goodness. Like everything you said just like hit right here in the heart because it's been a year for me. It's been a year. Um, yeah, it's been about a year and it's been tough. 
this is the longest i call them i used to call them men cleanses but it used to last for like three months four months but this is the longest i've ever been and the longer i go the more i realized i needed this the longer i go like oh my gosh and it's it's amazing how like because i'm healing it's like i'm repelling all the men that are not deserving to be in my space it's it's crazy it's the so for those of you who are listening we had a i did a whole podcast episode about self-dating learning yourself figuring out what you like i remember i think i saw a post where you were saying like you know like learn your body like learn what you like like learn about you I, it wasn't until i did this this is the longest i've ever been it wasn't until i did that i learned what turns me on what triggers me in the bedroom what trigger with myself i never got that with another individual ever because i didn't even know to ask for it because i didn't know what i liked i never took the time to really assess myself so um some people are like oh it's been a year are you okay like i'm fine i'm actually fine like it's it's i don't i don't miss i miss companionship i'm not gonna lie i, I do miss companionship but I'm not gonna, like you said, we store so much in our wounds. We don't realize that we are like, how powerful, I read a book called The Wombiverse or something like that. And it was talking about the power of the womb and just how you were talking about like the soul ties and how it's an energy exchange. We don't understand that sex is about more than just, than just bam, bam and, you know, skeet, skeet. Like it's about way more than that. Like I, I didn't know until I started having a nervous breakdown because I was dealing with someone who had emotional, mental, physical childhood trauma. So it was like carrying my stuff in their stuff. So it was about time to cleanse, you know, to release that stuff out. So that's just beautiful. It's amazing how much we align on so many levels because it's the challenge for me is, I don't know how, how it's been for you. I'll definitely like uh, see how, ask you how it's been for you in terms of like a community. It's hard for me because no one around me is doing the same thing. <laughs> no one around me is practicing abstinence no one around me is celibate at this moment so they're like oh my god you've been single for this long oh my god you've been having they're like urging me like it's like the same way with me not drinking or smoking people are like oh you don't drink oh you don't smoke it's like you if your environment is not supportive of what you're doing um what's the word i'm looking for temptation can be real so how do you feel about that? Like, how has it been for you on your journey? Have you had like a supportive environment around you that, you know, helped you stay the course? Almost oh, definitely. Well, you know, honestly, the best support I had is keep it to myself. You know, <laughs> I can honestly to say, like I've learned to create boundaries with people there. I used to put myself out there and overgive it to, to the point where I was exhausted and I was drained. But now I've learned to, I just, mostly I keep, to me and my babies because I know there's going to be a time where I'm not going to be able to be as um you know constant with them because I'm gonna I'm gonna start you know this journey that we're going to be on we're going to be busy beings we're gonna be you know not so available to them unfortunately but eventually once we finish our mission and complete our mission then we'll have that downtime to get back to the kids and you know make sure we put our focus back on them but for right now 
I think I believe our mission is to, you know, kind of uh, make uh, put our own energy out there, do our part as far as uh, having people more become more aware of who they are and trusting in their own intuition and in their selves. Um, that's why I've also started gardening. Gardening has helped me dramatically with my mental, um, like, oh my gosh, giving back to the earth is, it's like science. They have, they say that you release negative um, ions into the ground as you're gardening. And it's, it's so true. I was able to release a lot of uh, negative unwanted energy while I was doing that. Not only that, girl, I swear it saved me from, um, going to jail a couple of times actually going in my garden instead of giving in to the negative outside world some people when they see that you have a bright light and that you have a bright future ahead of you they try to do things to bring you down and try to attack you even though you don't deserve it but it's up to you about how you react to it so girl i just started digging in the ground started pulling out roots and shit I was, oh Lord, I was messy, child. But I was tired, had cuts all over my hand. But I swear you, I was, I was home with my babies. I wasn't locked up somewhere. Okay, you know. So I gotta tell people like a lot. If anybody has issues with their anger, or gardening is an amazing release. You giving back to Mother Earth, she gives back to you because it's nice to see something that you give love to that shows the love that you give it. That's really beautiful. That is so beautiful. When I saw your post, I'm like, oh my God, I love it. Like you in the garden, just flowing. Oh my gosh. I want to touch on the, the part where you said, um, it's nothing like seeing something that you, you give love to that you nurture what, like watching it grow. I've, I'm, I'm starting small. I only have two plants in my house, but it's nothing like it. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. I'm in a small apartment right now. I can't wait until I have a beautiful big front lawn so I can grow, grow my garden, but it's nothing like it. Like I always tell my daughter, like put your fingers in the dirt, put your hands in the dirt. But now that it's like, like cold winter here in Philly, we don't get that much of, um, you know, outside time. But when it's bright and sunny, put ground. Let's go. Put your feet in the grass. Let's go. We do a cartwheels and everything. <laughs> so I, I love that. Connecting with the earth. Like we all need it. Like people look, I'm telling you, my environment is not conducive. Like it's not like I'm in the inner city. I'm in the hood. So this stuff that I'm doing is like weird to people. They're like, what the hell is she doing? What is she talking about? But it's, it keeps you aligned. It keeps you grounded. So that's that's so beautiful. Um, I used to be in what's considered the hood of St. Petersburg, but they have completely gentrified our neighborhood. It's crazy. It's, it's a little uh, overwhelming. <laughs> so um, I wanted to talk about, we talked about celibacy, gardening, polygamy. We talked a bit about that. I am, so I want to share, I don't have really an opinion on it, I feel like I have programming and blockages that keep me from seeing the beauty and the fullness of it. I've been in the recent year or so, I've been like watch, following a few people who are, you know, who are in polygamous relationships and watching how they handle each other and watching that it's co a community of people who love each other, support each other, uplift each other. Um, 
and people talk about like the science of it, like the biology of it, that uh, a woman can only be pregnant one time, like in, in a nine month span. But if a man has multiple, it's a how you build community as well. It's how you build a legacy. So I just want to know your, your thoughts, your feelings, your attitudes towards polygamy. Honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like they have, uh, in Western society, we have uh, taboo, a lot of things that are actually good for people who are uh, not only melanated, I feel like melanated beings, we thrive in community. That's one thing that uh, they don't make well known, but that's a lot of melanated beings. Uh, they, they already, they achieve success because they, they understand community. And I feel like that's what we're lacking here in America. A lot of people, they this thing in America, they have this big thing about being independent and owning your own this and owning your own that instead of making it bigger about getting a land, getting acres of land where we can all live comfortably in our own space, but still be within distance of each other but they made it so as where everybody's paying separate mortgages everybody's paying separate uh bills and all these things where if you really thought about it and and we really and really took the time to make sense of it all actually purchasing land and building on that land would be more conducive to our future than anything else but you know that's something that we all, that's what I try to promote as well. And with polygamy, it's, it's kind of easier to uh, achieve certain things because you do have that sense of community. You have someone there who should always be able to help out with the kids or help out with cleaning or bills or anything that comes up, you know, also when it comes to spirituality as well because sometimes there's people who don't have such a strong spiritual connection but there's going to be a partner in that uh relationship that has a strong spiritual uh, connection and they uh, people don't realize that they need that balance everybody always uh, focuses on mind and body and but spirit is always forgotten and that's where the world has gone so wrong you know I'm going through this phase where we're really trying to cut out all meats and get to a healthier lifestyle because my mom, she's suffering from so many different ailments and it's unfortunate. And a lot of it, she's like in that phase of where she's having to rely on prescription medicines and the prescription medicines are actually doing worse for her than good for her. And so it's like, that's why I'm really determined to figure this thing called life out because before all these pharmaceutical companies came before all these uh big old like chemical companies came everything we needed on from the earth the earth provided for us like i have shea butter on right now that i created with olive oil and that's protecting me from the sun you know what i mean i don't need a can of spray with chemicals on it that i don't even understand the words on there to protect me from the sun you know uh so that's what I feel like a, a lot of people we need to work on getting back to natural people need to remember to take the time to fast and heal themselves and understand that we're all human it just takes time it took time for us to dig ourselves into this crazy hole that we've gotten into so it'll take time for us to climb on out of it but the thing is that we need to help each other instead of trying to pull each other down from it Yes. Oh my God. Like the overarching theme of what you just, like what you said, what I heard was we need 
to get back to what we used to do. <laughs> like we need to remember who we are and what we were like, I mean, well, who we are and, you know, like get back to the basics, to the roots. Like what were we doing before this Westernized mentality? Like what were we doing before the pharmaceutical companies, before this idea of the romanticism on the TV, the boy meets girl, they fall in love, they have a baby and they live happily ever. That's been so ingrained in our minds, but what were we doing before? That's why I say for me, it's like, I feel like I know it's not, I, I know there's blockages. I know, and it's because I've been so programmed, like, but what was I doing before? How, so I always ask myself, like, what ways am I blocking the flow? Like, in what ways am I blocking the flow of love, the flow of freedom? And that's one of the ways, because it's so hard for my mind to grasp the idea of polygamy because I'm conditioned, I'm so programmed. But I, I see so many different families and it's just like, that's so beautiful. Like, just like you said, one person is the holistic healer. She's tapped into the medicine. She's tapped. We all are here with different purposes and different, you know, like we all have different, we're all put on this earth to do something different. So someone bringing something different to the table. One person can't be everything for every, for one person. You know what I mean? So Oh my gosh, just everything you just said is just like, we. how do we get back? And I say that all the time, what were we doing before all of this? Like, and well, that's like, it's, I, uh, I made a video about it. It's, it's like this battle of the sexes they have now. It's like, what I've noticed now that I start trying to, I'm, I'm trying to start back dating child, but now that I'm trying to start back, it's, it's like really fucking weird, bruh. Everybody be trying to have sex so fast. I be like, ew, so you just do it so easily? Oh, like, <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I see this is why I just be like, maybe I'ma just wait for mine to find me. I honestly believe that my man is an alien because I think these people from Earth, they got issues. So I really believe that my man is an alien. I be telling everybody my man is an alien. I be waiting for him to come get me. But, <laughs> girl, cause, Honestly, I've been trying to give these dudes the benefit of the doubt, but once they hear that I haven't had sex in two years, child, they be like, oh, that's too much work. Oh, that's too much work. And then it just made me say, damn right, I ain't giving it up. Because it's like, men, I feel like it's it's a, it's our fault too. It's the women's fault too a little bit because giving them such easy access to our heaven instead of making it sacred. Like, girl, Cleopatra, Helen of Troy, Nefertiti, them, they knew what they was doing, okay? They had wars. Niggas was, they was all out there, okay? I mean, they had them dudes going yes. crazy because they understood their power. They knew in their womb they had access to heaven on earth. And listen, I really believe that women need to get back to that. And it's like, once I find that lucky man that is willing to accept that I have access to heaven within me, then I'm going to just keep on being to myself, loving on my little cats that I'm feeding. And be, I feel like I'm turning into a cat lady. But, you know, the cats <laughs> are but these dudes these days. So I just don't even blame it. I don't. <laughs> 
It's so funny that you said that because the whole time while we're recording, my cat is sitting here like, come on, pay attention to me. This I felt the same way. Like I feel like I'm becoming a cat lady. But what it what, what, what something just triggered me. Something hit me. Oh, what did you say? Um but giving it up so fast heaven you were saying like giving them access to our heaven kind of the same idea like of getting back to what we used to do like making our like valuing ourselves as sacred instead of just giving it away so soon and another thing was um when you said like people wanting it so fast and they find out that you know you're celibate or you know you're not you haven't had sex in a long time I had someone ask me like what do you hate men and I'm like no I don't hate men I just want to attract what's for me like that if a man came to me and said like you know like I'm just waiting for the right woman like that's honorable I'm going to be even more attracted to them but because just like you said so many women and I used to be one of those women we give it up so because I used to have a mentality the the super masculine mentality like I can do whatever they do and all that it didn't get me anywhere though it didn't get me love it got me quick hump a quick pump but it didn't get me what I what my heart desires, what my soul desires. So I hear you and I see you and all of that. Yeah, that's what I call it. I said um that easily gotten sex is like uh processed food. It can satisfy you for a second, but it ain't no nutritional value to it. Yes, yes, that that's perfect. That microwave love, that's what it is. That <laughs> pop it in the microwave i want that stuff that you pop you gotta put in the oven it takes some time to warm up <laughs> so the last thing we have is our our connection on the black god book i have it right here for those of you who are watching on patreon this was the original reason why we connected um this book is oh my gosh it's it kind of touches on what we were talking about in the beginning like getting back to where we were, like understanding our true value as melanated beings. This book talked about how we are the originators, the creators, and all the deeper you go into history, the blacker the gods get. This stuff was hidden from us, so we don't recognize our beauty as what I feel like this this kind of stuff is the root to all of these problems that we're talking about. Because we don't we don't understand our divinity. We don't see that we're beautiful. We don't see that we're powerful. So we we're susceptible like we, we we fall victim to a lot of the, the mess here like in the western society because we don't know who we are so knowledge itself is so important so um what was what was some like key pointers or what what really attracted you to this book or it, whatever you want to talk about as it relates to the book book child when i seen it on your page i was like let me look it up so i did and i went ahead and bought it and i actually bought the paperback because I heard they be tripping with these little digital books. They take out certain things in these little digital books. So I had went ahead and bought the paperback too. But you know what is I love about this is like, I feel like I've done my job as a mother because now my daughter, she paints all of her characters when she's coloring. She's she making sure all their skin tones black. It don't matter if it's Elsa. She turned Elsa black child. And it's like, I feel like we're doing our job because that shows self-love and self-care because, you know, they did try to take that from us. And it's like, yes, they don't want to admit the truth to the fact that a lot of the uh, original gods were melanated beings, but it's because it comes from a hurt past too. We have to own up as melanated beings that maybe our ancestors weren't as kind as they should have been with the power that they had in their hands. And so 
because history always repeats itself. And instead of moving forward, once everybody wakes up, because everybody is going to wake up, when those beings wake up, don't wake up angry, wake up with understanding and realize that this is just a continuous cycle that we will keep going through until we finally realize that we are all equal, we're just a little bit different. And then instead of, instead of like, fighting each other we need to not like in a way capitalize off each other's uh strengths you know take advantage of being melanated beings y'all know a lot about us being melanated beings y'all got these whole un conferences about melanin and stuff so y'all know a lot about us that you're willing to give up and instead of making this world like a super world or something out of a comic book or whatever <laughs> y'all choose to like degrade a whole race of people and a whole and that's what also, girl, I love the fact that uh, these Disney movies, I think they're trying to uh, save their souls. All these little Disney creators, girl, with all these little movies coming out, that Encanto and that Raya, girl, they was on point. They was hitting a little too close to home. I was like, mm, mm. <laughs> like, especially with the melanated kid, oh, the melanated beings in those movies, when they show Asian people darker than me, bro. I was like, that's what's up. That's respect. But you got to also realize they got to uh, make up for some of the bullshit they did in the past. You know, they <laughs> such a bright uh, past, you know what I mean? But they, they, they're trying to make up for it. I see it. I see it. But, you know, I think they could have personally did a little bit better on Soul. It's like they always try to hold black people. I don't know why they be trying to. Soul was all right. But it could have been better. They had Raya and, like, and Kato all extra and soul was just you know you know and then most of the time the black man was a damn blue character so you know you know it's a progress i guess <laughs> what i loved about what you said it was comical of course but <laughs> you talked about how Maybe our ancestors weren't as kind to others as we think. I read a passage in this book last night, actually. Was it last night? Maybe early in the day, because I try to read a chapter of any book a day. And it was talking about how when the Europeans came to Thailand or something like that, the all the gods were black and the less melanated people were treated harshly because they didn't have as much melanin. And I said, I had a like moment, like, fuck, excuse me. Well, this is, we, we transparent on this podcast. I'm like, it's the reverse now. What the fuck? Like, this is this our karma? Like, what was really going on? I had so many questions. When I read that, I was like, God damn. So one part of me has pride, like, okay, I, you know, I love my people. At one point, like we were powerful. And another part of me is like, damn, who abused that power? Why would somebody want to take it from us? So that's, wow, that part is, that one really hit home for me. Let's see, then again, they always make it about uh, race though, because it wasn't just, black people who were in power back then that to abuse their power because our ancestors only reason why europeans are lighter skin tone is because i believe it's because they travel from africa to go to a, a colder context for some reason or what or whatnot or whatever and they happen to lighten up along the way so <laughs> i really believe it's not more of 
a, a melanin thing, even though melanin is very important, and it's also a classism thing. We have to pay attention to the haves and the have-nots. People who are so focused on racism, they're not realizing that they're keeping a lot of people who don't have a certain money uh, or a monetary value or whatever out of certain things. Like, girl, there's things me and you have I no idea about what they're doing. If like they 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 put stuff out like, oh, we see UFOs. They put it out. They said the Pentagon released all this stuff, right? And then they just brushed over it. Wait a minute, can you go back? Can you go back to the fact that you said there's UFOs? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so Mommy. what's up, baby? Let it go. Mommy, give me give, Valentine, give it to her boy. Um, you gotta look. <laughs> well, we're we're wrapping up anyway. Um, so this was beautiful. This was really beautiful. Um, just in response to what you just said, uh, it's just uh, it's a it's a heavy topic. It really is a heavy topic. Like the more, I like that saying, the more I know, the more I realize I know nothing at all. Like I have no idea. I haven't even scratched the surface, but it's, it's amazing. Just like I was saying earlier, it's amazing, like to have that sense of, you know, empowerment. And I, I love what you said about like, we're all, if there's only, I, I love this saying, like there's only one race, the human race. Like we all just are different. Like we all just have different. So we all, like my daughter and I were talking about this the other night, like we have skin, we have eyes, we have nails. We're all created with the same organs. Some of us have special needs. Some of us come out a little different, but we love and we treat everyone accordingly to what their needs are. But now that's just that, like that's what, that's the difference though. When they have that Vietnam War or whatever, they, and they opened up all the soldiers, they, they found that the only, oh, okay. hold on baby, mama's talking. Y'all always, Lord have mercy, excuse me. But like what they found in the uh, melanated beings, they said they darkened the melanin, they noticed that the larger the pineal gland was. And the pineal gland is something that connects us to a higher power. And so that was the only difference in the human body that they found when they did these autopsies is that the darker the melanin, the larger the pineal gland is. And so that's another thing that we have to bring more attention to. A lot of people believe they're going crazy. And it's not that they're going crazy. They just have more access to a different world than we do. Like, I know a lot of my family suffered from being put on these pills and stuff because on my, on my black side because they were considered crazy and they, they weren't crazy. They just didn't realize what was going on. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I, I learned about that study as well. And it blew my mind. Like we, we are very similar, but there are some, some very necessary, like we, some differences that we have to discuss that we have to talk about. Like as someone put it a little more like aggressively saying that we have more of a soul than non-melanated people and I'll <laughs> what we all is I don't want it to cut us off we only have a few seconds left um I'm so grateful for you joining me today uh I, you you look so beautiful thank you for joining me your your children are beautiful from what I saw and I pray you have a blessed day <laughs> Mama, I really enjoyed this meeting. I really enjoyed it. We definitely got to do this again, girl, because we could keep talking all yeah, <laughs> For sure, for sure. I'll definitely be reaching out to you soon. And for those of you watching, I'll put all of Clarissa's 
information in the show notes. I'll share the books that we talked about and just tap in with us. Just tap in with us. All right. I love y'all. Peace. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the This Goddess Glows podcast. Join us on Patreon for a community that is dedicated and committed to healing, growing, and glowing. You can go to patreon.com slash thisgoddessglows. You'll get a lifetime discount on all products and services. You'll receive early access to podcast episodes and you'll be getting exclusive access to workshops that are coming up, coming soon. Thank you again. Love you. Peace.